Welcome down to this week's episode of Paddy Talks Golf, brought to you, as always, by the lovely people in Seed Golf Balls, SeedGolf.com. Try them today, premium golf balls, half the price. It's an absolute no-brainer. You have pressed play, because hopefully you listened to last week's episode with TJ Ford. It's proving exceptionally popular. Um, no, TJ Ford's a really, really honest, honest and transparent chat. South of Ireland champion, lovely guy and very competitive this summer went close in the west at home in Ross's as well but this week you've pressed play because hopefully you've seen on Instagram or maybe on the pennytalkscarf.com newsletter the this snug there the little blog I run but today's episode is with US Kids master coach uh, prodigy of Michelle Holmes uh, she's here in Ireland operating junior academy schools in her own right it's Zoe Allen roll it there Colette listen we're talking about Joe Bradley told us the production line was finished in Kerry. Where's Joe Bradley? What did he get at? Donald Donovan is the last part of that. He hits it. He hits it. It's over the bar. Oh, holy Moses. It's all on this. Round and over. What a finish. Here it comes. Oh, wow. In your life have you seen anything? Zoe Allen, are you ready to tee it up? I sure am. Whenever you are, I'm ready to ready to rock. Third time the charm, huh? You have the patience, That's it. patience That's of it. a saint. What? Here, I knew we were going to have a great uh, a great chat anyway. So whenever whenever it was going to happen, it was going to happen. So it's all good. No fear. <laughs> what did Michelle Holmes tell you about me? <laughs> don't uh, do you know don't what, pick actually? up the phone. She says. I say. <laughs> you laugh. I've, I really have been speaking to her very little in the last couple of weeks, and. She, uh, we normally chat quite a lot, but she's at World Championships um, this week um, in Pinehurst. We have US Kids World Championships, so I actually haven't even got touching base with her because she's flat in that. So, uh, you know what? I haven't even got telling her that we where this is happening, so she'll be all biz once she knows. I know, fair talk. Well, well, I'd heard of you before she mentioned you. Um, oh, I, there I, you I go. I was trying to draw her home because, um, you know, it's... This whole get into golf and grow the game and, and you know, it, I yeah. think I think it's uh, misconstrued a bit in the States and, and it's not really, it doesn't really happen. But in Ireland, we're pretty good, though, you know. It's, yeah, it's pretty open to our policy, yeah, right? Yeah, and I think COVID has only even helped it as well. well definitely up the north. No, absolutely. Golf so, is booming. <laughs> booming is right. Um, very hard to get yeah. a tea time if you remember anywhere. It's a golf. Well, hard to get a tea time and I don't know about clubs in the... South as well, but up in the north, a lot of them have actually closed memberships too because they're so capacity. Yeah, because yeah. of you know press on tea times and stuff. So, um, like, never obviously in in our um, in our time has that ever been the case. I don't think it ever will be again. So I still think COVID has a lot to kind of you know to, to not to answer for, but it has really helped golf in a way. No, absolutely, absolutely. Before we get stuck, back, before you know? we get stuck in to a deep conversation well it can be as deep or, or as transparent or as yep, yep. <laughs> or whatever you want yep, it's, yep, only, yep. it's only like having a chat in the yep. kitchen or, or in the pub with a cocktail or, or my wadi or whatever <laughs> hey, that would be great <laughs> but for anyone uh, not listening and, and these days it's more than me and mother listens I promise um, yep so Yalan where are you from? yeah so I am um, based in Lurgan Golf Club which is in County Armagh in the north of Ireland um, so I've been there for the last I want to say we're coming up on five years now. Um, so I didn't start my training at Lurgan, but Lurgan was my home course. 
Um, so, so is that there. where you grew up, Zoe? Is that where you grew up? Yes, that's where I grew up, yeah. So I only live like a five-minute drive away from the golf course. So that is where I would have played my junior golf growing up. And what, what's your earliest yeah. memory of golf, Zoe? Um, earliest memory of golf, going to a driving range uh, group lesson. My dad would have taken me to it and um, it really would have been... I guess getting to spend a bit of time with my dad, traveling to the range, which was maybe about 20, 25 minutes away, and we always stopped in the shop on the way home to get a treat. <laughs> Whether the golf shots were good or the golf shots were bad, but just getting to spend a bit of time um, with my dad on my own, because my other two sisters at the time didn't play golf. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's probably one of them. I was maybe only about 10 at that stage. Um, so yeah, that's probably probably one of the memories and then I suppose when you're a junior golfer the first big tournament you win always is kind of a you know one that sort of sticks out there so I had won uh, an event I was actually playing in the ladies section of our club I'll never forget it I shot 44 points and I don't think I ever had 44 points after it 44 points probably with a massive handicap um, but won the um, won an event and then qualified to play in another event um, so yeah that was a a fond memory. Not that it's always about winning, but when you're a junior and you're only twelve and you um you know, you did that, that was a pretty big thing back then. Absolutely. And I suppose you're only as good as the environment around you oftentimes and Sometimes yeah. if it isn't, you know, the, the really uh, persistent, I suppose, mentally st- strong people come through. What, what was it like growing up in Lorgan as a, a junior, um, a junior golfer? Yes, it was good. So I actually was, so Lurgan um, was my home club, but I was a member of another club as well, just outside of Lurgan called Edenmore Golf Club. So I suppose I played a lot of junior golf at Edenmore. I was the only girl, so I had to play with the boys. And then I moved to Lurgan whenever I was sort of in my late teens. Um, and it was great because there were more girls at Lurgan. Um, so that's part of the reason that we did sort of make the move. And not that there were a ton of girls, but at least if there was a handful, it was great to actually spend a bit of time playing with other girls and not just having to always be in with the lads. So, um, yes, yeah, so Good Lurgan has a thriving um, junior section at the minute. Um, Thursdays in the summers are junior day. So I think today there we had about 85, 90 juniors play. And they're from like the age of five right up to 18. So it wasn't as, as busy back then when I played, but it's great now to see that the, the junior section really is growing. Um, so we've got lots of different um, you know, different sections, cadets being the entry level. We've got shortened tees on the big course that you start off playing nine holes and gradually sort of progress out. So it's great now to see that there's kids of all ages able to sort of, you know, play and in their eyes they're getting to play on the big course. So, so yes, it's a great environment um, for the kids to sort of grow up playing golf at Lord and Golf Club. Absolutely. What type of buy-in does there need to be in a club um, for that volume of, of junior golf because you're only as good as the next generation as well in, in a golf club and people forget you know you know you yeah, yeah. I, i'm a member of a golf club and the average age is is well over 55 right yeah and, and the yeah. Jun- junior golf has exploded over the last three years um rightfully so yeah. but, the, but we're getting to a point now where it's like oh but they're our times you know they're not for the junior yeah. so Based on your experience, you know, there's loads of, there's 85 plus of a day of, in Lurgan. What buy-in does there need yep. to be from a golf club um, in your experience? Yeah, well, I definitely think there's a couple of things. Um, at Lurgan, um, the head professional, Peter Hanna, um, PGF3, he 
he's a big driving force behind it. So ever since Peter kind of came on board, he sees that the juniors are the future of the club. So he'll always be trying to, you know, speak to the, the powers above in the club to make sure that, you know, the juniors, um, you know, get tea times or, and plenty of them. And he run plenty of, um, you know, nine whole competitions, 18 Brilliant. whole competitions outside of the Thursday competition. Days. That's the first thing. So, you know, you have to have the kids eager to play. There's no point in trying to set up all these junior slots and then, you know, the club are saying, well, there's no one coming to play. So yeah. he's a good driving force behind that. And then I suppose, as you said, it's, the, you know, people within the club realizing that, you know, they are the future of the club. They are, you know, in a couple of years' time, whenever the, you know, the, you know, the, as you said, the club's gradually getting older in age. We'll have to have kind of the young ones coming in. And I suppose to having people on club committees or within the club that realise that. I know sometimes we get some that do realise it and some maybe not so much, but we're starting to see now even juniors that are coming into the game. There's actually adults linked to those juniors who are starting to, you know, show an interest as well. So I think it is a big family thing too. You know, it's not only welcoming the juniors in, but there could be a there could be another parent then that starts to play, or there could be a cousin or an aunt, or you know, so really the, trying the to get a family. Oh, correct, a family environment. You have to obviously have, you have to have a good facility for the juniors first of all to sort of you know get them to buy in, if you like. And then once you kind of have that, it has to sort of be maintained, but supported by the club too. And at Lurgan, we would have a a junior committee. So Peter, the head pro, myself, um. A couple, you know, we've got a, a girls' convener, a guys' convener, uh, and a couple other uh, members of the club, so a couple of parents on that as well. So it's great because we sort of have a bit of a driving force as to, okay, where are we going with this? And, like, do we cap the numbers of the membership? Do we have a wait list? Are we at that stage yet? So it's good that there's kind of, you know, there's background work that goes on. It's just not just competitions in the summer and, you know, that's all you get. So um, you're always trying to kind of think, think, ahead and think of things that you can do to, to make it better um, so yeah there's, there's kind of a lot goes on behind it but I definitely think the main sort of success in terms of how many juniors we would have at Lurgan it is the driving force of what Peter has been doing for a number of years but then it's also trying to be consistent with it, allow the kids to play as much as they can and that's kind of what brings them back, gets them to bring their mates you know and that's where it's growing from Absolutely, I suppose I've I have a keen interest, you know I've a little baby girl myself and uh, a 10 year old who who, who who might prefer the bowl of chips in the clubhouse more so than the chipping games before the bat, the bowl of chips <laughs> well whatever works whatever, whatever works. works you know and yeah. you know we make it fun and, and, and whatever and daddy might eat half of the chips in him but um, yeah. but like there's a there's a cousin then who, who's seven years of age and she just started golf in the, in the UK and and um, so it's 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 top of mind in the household, you might say. Yeah. So, but yeah. not just yeah. from me, the the golf addict, right? Because none of my own family play, none of my wife's family play. I got her dad into the game or whatever, and now one of the other yeah. one of the other brother in laws now 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 plays. So, but it's more so up to then, up until I arrived in the house, right? And there's like fifteen yeah. adults and extended like it's massive family, forty, fifty plus across maybe like two two yeah. generations. Golf was yeah. golf was like OJ's golf club. No, that's for that's yeah. for the chairman of the bank, and that's for the lawyers. And yeah. I'd never be caught yeah. dead inside there, and I wouldn't even know how to behave inside the walls. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> so for, so for any golf crews who might have a more traditional membership, right? And they might yeah. think, oh, I don't want every Tom, Dick, and Harry coming in here and and their kids and their jerseys and blah 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 blah, right? Eh. 
it's 2021 but B yeah, yeah. but B there is like the etiquette of the game as well to follow and I'm not like I'm not like on the first tee I, I'm, I'm full of etiquette but you know I mean I've no problem in giving a, a good football GEA roarer on the ninth and tenth hole when I hold a birdie right yeah, of course of course <laughs> right? that's what I am telling you so, so yeah. how when do you start bringing in like the rules of the game and the etiquette of the game in as part of yeah, junior golf yeah. Yeah, so that's so that's a great question. You know, a lot of well, I would get that I get asked that quite often from parents. You know, they're bringing their kids to golf. We're very lucky at Lurgan. We have a good um, teaching academy and driving range and uh, chipping green. So you know, they'll be asking, oh, you know, what does little Johnny have to wear for his first golf lesson? So we obviously try and keep it really casual. It's the first thing you you don't want to be putting them off and telling them to go and buy the the slacks and the polo top and the whole shebang. Unless he's head to toe Rory McIlroy, he's not coming you know? in. <laughs> well, I know. Well, this is it. So yeah, so we keep it really casual at the academy. Um, yeah. You know, sports wear something comfortable to begin with, but then kind of as this sort of it, it depends really what age the child is when they're starting. Um, you know, if if they're doing there's a specific program that we would we would run the US Kids Golf Player Pathway, and within it for the juniors, you learn about the rules and etiquette of the game. So it's funny. There's parts in the book as to you know is there a, is there a set dress code that you know you must wear when you're playing on the golf course. So really we're introducing it at the age of possibly like eight, nine, ten. Yeah. So you're making them aware but yet still not making them well at Lurgan it's quite chill. We're not making them feel under pressure that they have to go out and or go into Peter Hannah's shop and buy a full outfit. Or but a blazer and tie. Aware. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But the parents are aware, you know, that there is golf clothes and, yes. you know, they'll often ask and I sort of try and be quite casual about it and say, Yeah, you know, don't be afraid to ask, you know what's acceptable or what's not acceptable or, you know, what they should be wearing. We'll be happy to kind of help and guide. Um, but, you know, we're lucky at our club, like a Thursday today, for example, all the kids today wouldn't have been wearing strict golf clothes. You know, like the odd one might have had their... We try and obviously stay away from football skips and, and GAS skips, obviously, to try and kind of, you know, look at the sort of cross-community thing, if you like, which yeah. is fair enough in any, in any given sport. But, you know, they'll be wearing, like, sport jackets or, you know, not crested or anything, but just playing sport wear, which is fine for kids to get going. Um, but really then, once they kind of reach the age where they're sort of, you know, probably like 12, 13, 14, and they're competing in, in um, competitions every week, at that stage, most of the lads, they want to be suited and booted. They want to yeah, be in the best that yeah. they're seeing all the players were. So it kind of, you know, it sort of not looks after itself. We do encourage them, obviously, um, to follow a set dress code, but we're not really strict with the youngest kids. Um, but they take an interest too, and they kind of want to be, you know, they want to be looking the part. Um, Absolutely, you know. and like kids are more so. fashion conscious than anybody else. I think these days, oh yeah, 100%, especially especially 100%. when you get to like that age of like eleven, twelve, thirteen, and yeah, they're watching yeah. the, the they, folks they, on TV. They want to be wearing the best, best of the best. Yeah, that's true. So back to Zoe Allen. When did you was there a competitive event you growing up or throughout your teenage years or a specific win? You can tell from from this conversation that I'm yeah. I'm professionally unprofessional. And sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> great, so, like <laughs> sometimes you're just better off just finding out about someone by asking them the questions. Yeah, no, of um, course, of course. So, was there a competitive event? You know, as you as you reached the 
the age of you know I need to get a job or when you're thinking more seriously yeah. about your career because like yeah. there's no such thing as a professional Gaelic footballer so Paddy Talks here had to had to rethink things at 14 years of age well there you um, it nearly <laughs> is professional these days but for you was there a compelling event yeah. or a time in your life when you're like do you know what God if I, I'm going all in on this yeah, yeah. Do you know, I kind of, I was a bit of a latecomer, um, I guess. I know I did say I started there when I was sort of 10, 12. That was just kind of going to the driving range with my dad, enjoyed it, and played other sports growing up too. Um, so I suppose golf was just one of the sports that I played, but I didn't really play it too serious. Uh, didn't go to college in America, didn't um, play for Ulster, didn't play for Ireland. So really, whenever I was kind of 18, 19, well, 18 actually deciding what to go to university to do, I you know, at that stage, it was like the teachers were kind of guiding you to look at your grades and see what you think you'd be capable of. So I actually went to college, to university, and studied accountancy. Class. Now, I have a degree in accountancy, but will I tell you, after I completed the degree, it was funny, I wanted to drop out. And mum and dad, you know, they were very good. They said, listen, you know, they were all for me dropping out, but they were like, you're not going to drop out to not have a plan. You're better sticking at it, finishing it, trying to figure out your plan, mm. but then, you know, hopefully once you once you complete it, you'll then have it figured out. So anyway, four years later, completed a degree in accountancy. So what I was twenty twenty two, twenty three. And at that point I a hundred percent knew that was not the career for me. So it was great because um I decided I was just gonna get a part time job. Mum and dad were like, Right, well now's your time. I obviously was still playing golf all through this time. Yeah. And I was a single figure golfer. Um, so it was really probably when I was 23, got a part-time job just to bring in a bit of pocket money. And I started playing, working really serious with my coach. I suppose I didn't even at that point think I was going to have a career in golf. To be honest, I don't really know what I was thinking at that stage. Just getting a bit better? Just, just one of the yeah, getting better. better. Yeah, yeah, working, getting a bit of money coming in, getting a bit better and enjoying it. I suppose that was the main thing. Um, and it's so funny how things in life kind of come about because the coach, um, the guy that was coaching me at the time, Michael McGivern in Beaver Park Golf Club in Belfast, he actually had said, "Here, I've got a few hours going in the shop. Would you like, you know, would you like them?" So, meanwhile, my job in the uh, local garage, it was grand, brought in a bit of cash, but the you know working in golf actually seemed more appealing. So, packed in, packed in the part-time job. Got a few hours down in Beaver Park um, Pro Shop. Thought it was great because I was working in golf. I not only got to play in my home course, but I got to play at Beaver, got to practice. Plus, it was close to my coach as well. So, it was a great environment to kind of be in. And it was actually him that had suggested to me. At this point, I was probably playing off seven. And he said, why don't you do your PGA qualification? So, of course, I thought, well, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough to be a PGA pro. Like, you know, what, you know, why would I do Why would I do that? And he was like, well, there's loads of different, you know, ways you can, there's loads of different things you can do. You don't have to turn pro to go and play, you know, play professionally. And he was a really, really good coach, but I guess wouldn't have, I say he did represent when he was growing up, but I don't think, like, he wouldn't have, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn, but I don't think he would have played, you know, played a lot professionally. He he was a very good coach and that's kind of what he stuck to. So I suppose that really inspired me because I thought, right, well, okay, I know I'm not going to make a lot of money out of playing professionally, um, but I, I could look at the coaching side of things. So I suppose mm-hmm. really it was through that, through that suggestion that he had given me as to, you know, this is the route you could go down. And as soon as I got low enough, literally within the next six months, I thought, right, it's either now or never. I was 23 
I thought if I'm going to put in to do my PGA qualification, now's the time, and that was it. And I have not looked back since. And um, you know, it was the best decision that I ever made. So, did my first year training at Beaver Park, and then um, got offered the position to move to Lurgan because we had this new academy opening. So it was just like you know, perfect time, and it couldn't work out any better. Um, so yeah, I've nearly been at Lurgan now for I think coming up on five years. So. Yeah, it's so strange how things in life sometimes just kind of happen and you sort of think, gosh, was, that was just meant to happen like that. Um, but very fortunate to, to love what I do and really enjoy my job. Did the accountancy come in handy yet? Say that again? Did the accountancy come in handy yet? Well, well you laugh. Everyone says, oh, sure, it's great. You can do your own books. You can do this and <laughs> do that. But you're my best friend. I've got quite a few. Fr- my best friend's an accountant. Quite a few of my friends are an accountant. So uh, I don't even do my own books. I get You're dead right. You're me. dead right. You're dead and right. And you know what? I, I've, I've learned that I enjoy my time. Well, I enjoy coaching. I enjoy doing what I do. And I thought, why would I then, you know, sit and try? And it, it would need a, a lot of time for me to sit and try and work out my own uh, my own accounts. So I'm like, no, I'll quite happily um, pass them to a friend to, to give me a helping hand with. So, um, yeah, so I suppose in terms of the business sense, it's good to have the knowledge, but no, I don't actively um, actively use it a lot, but I suppose my mum and dad were right, get me to finish one thing before trying to launch into another. Um, but it's difficult when you're 18 leaving school. I suppose in my position, knowing what the right thing is to to be at, you're not really you're not really too sure. You're not too sure, and like my parents gave me similar advice that your parents gave you or you. You know, I was yeah. two years through an engineering degree. I wanted to go design golf clubs. And then the yeah. the engineering I did was like not nothing to do with finding out how to build golf clubs. But it would have been yeah. a flick that like four or five years or whatever. But anyway, I wanted to drop out and I wanted to go, I don't know, chefing or yeah, something yeah, that yeah. Looked, something that looked handy. And yeah, um, yeah. they're like, no, no, you're doing OK now. Just finish it out unless you know exactly what you're dropping out for. At least go have something. Yeah. So absolutely oh, the same yeah. advice. And um, it's fantastic to hear from someone who like is doing something that they actually love to do, you know, rather than yeah. being pigeonholed into something or just because you were really good at golf, sure, this, sure, of course I did this, you know, so you yeah. really are following, yeah. following the heartstrings, so it's fantastic to hear that. And I, yeah. like, I don't think Claude Harmon, one of the best coaches in the world, I don't think he ever played on tour, so, you know. No, or, I know, um, I know, I know. Or Harvey Pennick, or, it. you know, or yeah. Butch, or, or any of these guys, you know. Yeah. Um, or who else is there? Who else is there? David, the, ah, uh, what's his name? David, he has all them schools. He was t- Ledbetter. Don't, Ledbetter. Or Ledbetter. Or Pels. Pels, Pels was like, yeah. Pels was, I don't know, is he an accountant? I'm not sure. I know, I know, I know. I must go have a I chat know. with him. So, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. See what he wants. <laughs> so once, once you kind of get over your, um, you know, your, not your ego, but you're sort of like, you're, you're panicking. To be fair, it was more like I was worried what other people were going to think. You know, mm. gosh, I'm going to be turn, turn a pro. And I suppose to being at your home club where you've grown up, that was, not that it was difficult. It was it was lovely for me that I started my training not at Lurgan because I was kind of in the way of my first year of my PGA training, you know, and I kind of knew the ropes and knew how it was going. And it was quite nice that I then came to Lurgan whenever I was further down the line, if that makes sense. So yeah, all very natural. All was, very kind of yeah, organic. Yeah, very natural. So, yeah. Holistic. Yeah, holistic, isn't it? Holistic, holistic. That's the word. There you go. Yeah. So, word. no, it was great. It was great. Yeah, and definitely, um, it's hard to believe that I've been you know, doing what I've been doing for, for five years. Well, at Lurgan for five years now. Um, yeah, it's just, it's kind of gone by in a flash, but at the same time, it's like, you know, it, it's been a great 
five years and I continue to to really enjoy what I do. So I kind of just, you know, I, I love what I do and it doesn't really, I know I say it's a job and it's work, but it doesn't really seem like that, um, which is good, which is great. Absolutely. Um, any coaches I've been talking to, I suppose, like sort of um, David Roddy or Owen Gibbons or David Keating down south and even like Michelle Holmes as well, who we're both yeah. best buds with um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> are always trying to advance their own learning keep learning and, and you know and for Michelle like I asked her what the US Kids about because like up until speaking to Michelle I thought US Kids was like a brand of golf clubs I had no idea I know, I there know. was like a full yeah. like coaching and certification behind it so I can say that you're certified coach or top 50 master coach so yeah yeah what does that entail what does that mean yeah, so so basically, um, US Kids obviously yes they're a they're a worldwide brand of golf clubs, but also they have they run tournaments and they also have a coaching and certification program. So there's kind of more to it than just the golf clubs. And um, so yeah, basically Michelle had actually you know really my involvement with US Kids comes 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 from Michelle because whenever you know we're going back maybe four or five years ago, she invited me out there to um, to coach. Um, or to see her golf school for a summer and to coach in the summer. And so that was actually the first time I had ever met her. So lots of people think that Michelle and I have known each other, because we're both from Ireland, have known each other similar age for a long time. But we actually only met for the first time, I want to say, four years ago. Okay. Um, whereas everyone assumed that we knew each other growing up, but we actually didn't. So so basically, the first night Michelle, and she had then said, listen, have you heard it? So I suppose I was a bit like yourself, Um but I hadn't wasn't aware of it and she said, Oh, there's a great certification program you should you should look into. So basically it was a coaching program. So I went ahead and, and um got involved in that. And with that then they have a great um player pathway book system that players get awarded badges um at each level. So they're kind of working on a certain putting form, for example, and then they'll be awarded a badge. So I would run that program at Lurgan Golf Club and it's fantastic because it's so structured. The kids all get a book. They get golf homework every week. The parents love it because they can follow the book and they know kind of what's coming, what's happening. Um, so yeah, that's one side of it in terms of the coaching aspect. So within that then, each year, um, US kids get you to submit, you know, a bit of, a bit of information about your academy and how many kids you're putting through the player pathway. Yeah. The different levels, level one obviously being the entry level, it goes up to, they currently have it up to level five, but they're actively working on level six through ten at the minute. So really giving them a bit of information as to, you know, how you're running the program, um, how many kids you're sort of seeing through the program, and, you know, a bit about you as a coach. Um, so from that then they're able to, a lot of coaches all over the world submit this application and they then select. Um, they do kind of check you out in social media they'll be looking into what sort of things you'll be doing as a US coach representative if you like Yes. and then each year they select 50 of the top coaches to get um, to get the award so I suppose had I not ever known of US kids or you know Michelle had ever sort of steered me in the direction of getting that certification it's an award that I never would have never would have achieved so um, so yeah when, once you achieve that award the top 50 award three years you then get named a master US Kids coach, which I got in January 2020, just before lockdown, just before everything hit. <laughs> so yeah, just I was in Florida, January 2020. Uh, so that was a special, um, special award to get. And um, so yeah, I suppose that the coaching side of things, Michelle had told me from day one, she was like, it's the best junior golf certification that you'll do, and she really was right. The, the stuff that you learn. 
you know, how you teach kids through games-based learning and, you know, how you're, it's all about really making it fun and, you know, US kids really give you a good platform for setting up a junior golf school or trying to teach juniors, um, you know, so yeah, so really through her giving me the info on that, um, it has been great. And then, so that's the coaching side of things. And then second to that, then they obviously have the, the tournament. So I mentioned Michelle currently over, she's currently in Pinehurst um, at the US Kids World Championship. Not a bad spot, I hear, Pinehurst. So not a bad spot. And it's, I think, I think that next. says a lot about golf, that something like that, like a US Kids tournament is on in Pinehurst. You know, Unbelievable. 10 years yeah. ago, you know, or even even me thinking five years ago, you know, could you be asked like where where's the most exclusive golf clubs and the, you know you need like a members secret member invite? Yeah. Pinehurst would have been on that yeah. list, but now oh, yeah yeah but, but yeah. now it's like come on down, embrace golf, enjoy yourself, bring your family, bring your dog, bring the yeah. kids, play it's golf. It's, it's phenomenal, yeah. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. So, so yeah, so Michelle's currently at the World Championships, and it's funny the event. So I then run events in um, the north of Ireland. So the local tour that I would run is called the North of Ireland Local Tour. So we have kids from all over Ireland that would play in it. Yeah, I was intrigued by that because because like yeah, because that's that's incredible for 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 kids, you know. So it's not oh, it's just unreal. It, it's phenomenal, you know. Like it's unreal. It's um, it's something because, like you said, it's like a pathway. You know, it's a pathway yeah, from your 8, 9, 10 through to 14, 15, yeah. 16 through to if they want to get a bit more serious and, and be the Alex Maguires and the, the TJ Fords of this world, yeah. and, you know, yeah. like in three, it's four years fantastic. later, you know, so it's phenomenal. But tell yeah. us a bit about it because I was going to, it was flowing into my yeah, next you're question. Gonna. You're taking the questions out of my mouth. Fair play to you. I don't oh, have to do much. Uh, yeah, so so the coaching side of things, it, it's great because it's helped me in sort of building up my um, my own golf school. But in terms of the tournaments then, so that's sort of separate. And it's quite nice to, well, not separate. It's all U.S. kids. But the um, the tournament side of things, it's great because kids that I would teach, obviously, they're sort of like a feeder into kids-specific events that they can play. So the U.S. Kids North of Ireland Tour basically consists of different events. Um, in the north, um, but kids from all over Ireland can come and play. In fact, kids from anywhere in the world could come and play if they wanted to. Um, Michelle runs a similar local tour in Virginia. So basically her kids in Virginia play, play in her local tour. My kids here play in, in my local tour. And what they're doing is they're trying to post uh, post scores and then playing in a local tour, a series of local tour events, you can earn what US kids call priority status. So basically, it's a ranking list. So you're earning points from all these events you play. And the kids, obviously, with the best scores and the highest point levels, um, they get invitations to these big events. So, for example, the US Kids World Championships, that one in Pinehurst at the minute, there was actually quite a lot of kids from Ireland that would have got an invitation to that for this year. Yeah. But obviously, with the world that we're living in and stuff, they've been un- unable to go. But um, it's so cool because it's, there is a what there is a what's next. It's not just oh, I'm going to play on my local um, my local tour. I've got six events to play in. A lot of them now know that that's what we're playing for. We're playing to try and get that world world championship invite. Um, and I even there's other events too. There's a there's a fantastic event that um, US kids do in Venice in August here, the Venice Open. Um, we actually had our first Irish Open. Patty, I'm not sure if you're aware of that one. No, I saw that. Yeah, I was tracking that. Irish I was tracking Open. that. Don't yeah, you worry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So that was in, um, we had it at the beginning of July. In, in Mount Wolseley, yeah. Yeah, it was beautiful. Um, so everyone loved it. And I think everyone was just happy to be happy to be out away for a couple of days. It was a two-day event. And we actually had a pretty big international, um, well, a couple of months ago, we had a pretty big international fee. But obviously just due to all the travel restrictions and quarantine, et cetera, we had a, a lot of withdrawals. Um, from the international players, but it was great because we, we had a we had a great, very successful event. Mostly Irish players, but a couple that came and did their um, their uh, self isolation and all the rest before they played. But I definitely think it will be a, a an event in years to come that you know a lot of people are going to use it as their gateway to come to Ireland to see Ireland. So um, yeah, so no US kids is fantastic. So the events worldwide, basically kids play locally and then they get invitations to. I actually had a parent last week send me a message to say, here, we've just been invited to the Hawaiian Open. Like, oh, is, is this real? And oh, I'm like, yeah, it is real. So a lot of them just, you know, they, if they are going to, they're not going to go to all of what they get invited to, but they'll they'll make a holiday out of it. They'll try and figure out how do we schedule the, the family break around this, this invite, um, which is good. No, it's phenomenal. Really it's phenomenal. What what are your plans going forward? So you you five years put down, not to put, not to put an age in you. But more I so, know, I know. more so that yeah, Miss no. Holmes has two schools, right? Yeah, and, she and, does. And and like I've massive admiration for 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 what you're doing in terms of putting yourself out there, both on social media, which can be cutthroat, but the way you're doing it is yeah. is, is quite tasteful and and in the right way. Um, yeah. And being noticed and picked up, and no one else is doing it. So the time is yeah, now. Yeah. So Zoe Allen, is there going I to be know. a Zoe Allen Lurgan? Swords, Manute, Bandon. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know. Well, do you know? It's funny. Zoe Allen has um, has expanded slightly because I now have a, a trainee assistant pro. Fantastic. And she's fantastic. Um, yeah, a girl called um, Alex Murphy. So she came on board in September. Yes, yeah, so we're nearly coming up on a year. Um, but obviously we had we had some stop starts during the middle of all that. But um, but yeah, so she's great. So she'll um, help me out with. A lot. She's a US Kids Certified Coach as well. Um, so, yeah, so I suppose we're, we're, Lurgan is, is really booming at the minute and growing. And it's great to have a second set of hands kind of on board now, um, you know, just to kind of help with the, the demand for groups and um, run that US Kids Player Pathway um, session. So, yes, you know, I think for now, you know, I wish I really knew what the, the long term um plan was but I sort of feel like I never want to spread myself too thin mm-hmm. um, and I knew I, I waited until I knew it was certain that you know the time was right to, to take Alex on um, and she's flying she's doing a great job so, so I suppose really for now it's just like continue to do a great job try and not spread ourselves too thin try and just make sure we're we're continuing to grow and then yeah I guess I don't know what's gonna what's gonna happen thereafter it's, it's funny a lot of um, families and kids will say, oh, why don't you take the US kids to down, you know, down south? Why don't you set up one down south? But, I'll set one up down um, south with you. No problem. There you go. We'll, there take, you go. we'll, do so, it. Yeah, so we'll take that offline. We'll take that one offline. <laughs> there, you, there you go. <laughs> so yeah, US kids have definitely, you know, there's 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 room there. There's there's demand for it. So um, yeah, so it's just, I suppose you try, and, you try and do a good job at what you do. And then you're sort of trying to not, do too much too soon, I guess. So um, yeah, no, happy where we are at the minute. Not thinking of, of not not planning on going anywhere anytime soon. Definitely not. You're playing the percentages. That's what you're doing. You're taking two iron off the tee. That's what you're doing. 
<laughs> you're making sure <laughs> really the ball's good. in play. That's what you're doing. Fair play to you. Absolutely. Exactly. Especially with the last year. It's kind of, oh, yeah. you know, whenever you actually sit down and think, you know, how many weeks we have in the year and how many weeks golf courses were closed and we weren't actually able to, you know, able to to be playing golf. It's strange, you know, whenever you actually think of the last, well, year, year and a half. Yeah, it's it's been mad, mad, and I, I think I think everyone takes it um, not for granted. Well, they don't take it for granted anymore, you know, massively. No, definitely not. Definitely not. I think we're all very appreciative of um, you know of having having time and to be out and about. And yeah, no, I definitely agree. It's been it's been a straight, crazy time, but golf, I think, definitely. I know I mentioned that it's booming. It really is one of those ones where it's great that we have golf, and it's great that we can be outdoors and we can be. Um, you know, spend time with friends and family, and you know, it's, it's I think that's why it's booming. I think that's why it's booming. I think it's because, yeah, I think it's because people are like, you know, come on, come come with me, like you know, we'll go as a family. We'll make we'll make half a day out of it. We'll go away for a couple of hours. We'll do four holes or nine holes. Come on, come on in. Yeah, so that yeah. that kind of barrier for entry isn't as intimidating anymore. You know. Yeah, no, definitely agree. And then even we've got so many ladies at the minute too that are mad keen and um, looking to start the game. So I think it's more of a if I can't um, can't beat them, I may as well join them sort of thing. You know, whether it be the you know their mums of, of kids that are um, about the club or their um, their other half play. And it's funny a few of the ladies. I think a lot of the well, part of the reason that they're coming to to learn to play golf is that they've figured out that they could be. Um, expensive hotel getaways involved <laughs> in golf <laughs> so they're like you know I think it's more encouraging if I sort of say yeah should we make a two ball instead of yeah we'll go and stay at this fancy resort but you have to go and play on your own um, so yeah it's funny it's funny when you ask them so you know why are you going to take up to take up golf or why are you looking to why are you looking to play it um, yeah it's funny when you hear their answers no, I must I must get a few people I'm, I'm waiting for the day to, in, to like have a chat with someone who doesn't play golf and find out why, you know? So that that's an episode well, coming go. soon. That's coming soon, hopefully. Um, <laughs> Zoe Allen, quick fire Q and A. Are you ready? Go on ahead. What would your walk on song be? My walk on song. Mm. Mm. It could be the song. The Eye of the Tiger. Eye of the Tiger. The Eye of the Tiger. I don't even know why, but I like that song. <laughs> <laughs> You're dead right. It'll be on in the it'll be on in the Zoe Allen School of Golf now all weekend. Eye of the Tiger. Love it, love it. Jim or pizza? Pizza. Hat, visor or a Keelan Rafferty bucket hat? The visor. Happy Gilmore or tin cup? Happy Gilmore. Always. Tap, tap, tap it in. Tap, tap. Lahinge or Port Marnock? Port Marnock. Walk or cart? Oh, it depends on the golf course. Uh, but let's go walk. I'm here in that heat. Did you guys have that heat wave last week? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. We're on the same country. Jeepers. We're on the same land I know mass, we are. I know, know we are. But did you get it as hot as we got? It was 30 degrees here. It was oh, unbelievable. Stuff. I, I got the opportunity to play uh, Mount Juliet. Was it Wednesday the week before? Oh, and I was teeing off. Oh, it's phenomenal. Um, thank you, Matt. But um, I was teeing off like half 12. And like, us Irish aren't good in the heat. But Paddy was definitely not built for the heat. <laughs> I love no, the heat. I love the sun. Not. I yeah, love it. I love it too. But I it love does, it. Yeah. It so I was going to say an extreme heat, an extreme heat like what we had there. Um, yeah, cars. But no, I, I love to walk. Great to get the steps up. 
Um, I'll try and transcribe this one for, for ladies, so I'll try and get the tournaments right. Uh, win the Open or win the Evian Trophy? The Open. The Evian was last week, wasn't it? It was. It was, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. You're right. Instagram or Twitter? Instagram. Play or practice? Play. Very good. Uh, this one might... Even... Yeah, Even though I always encourage my juniors to practice, practice, practice. They have to play it too. No, <laughs> I, can't, I hope absolutely. if anyone listening to the thing, and she says play, but she's always telling us to practice. <laughs> yeah, both are important, but yeah, lovely to play. No, absolutely. And I mean like, um, do you prefer to practice by playing? That's how I do it. I do like four holes. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I do like gotcha. four gotcha. holes. No, I'm not a ranger at all. <laughs> yeah. There you go. No, that's great. Great to build in a bit of that as well. You have to have a bit of both. Can't just be at the range beating balls. You have to make sure it works on course. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to sideswipe you now. You might need to be prepared for this one. So this is more of a, a story, a story question, um, a hypothetical. Okay. okay. So you're after a day, we'll say coaching in uh, Zoe Ellen Golf, uh, Port Marnock. Okay. The new setup. And um, okay. you're, you're planning dinner that evening after, after launch day. And you can have yeah. whatever six people at the table with you okay so you're at the top of the table Zoe and you've three people down each side who makes the cut okay that's a good question actually thanks I stole it off somebody question. else yeah <laughs> I love it I love it okay so um, they can be well they don't have to be golf related but they can no, be no dead alive celebrity golfer fictional um, you could have Harry Potter there if you want I don't, I don't mind <laughs> Harry Potter, love it. Well, do you know what? It's been such a long time since I've seen her, so Michelle Holmes would definitely have to be there. And do you know what? We bring her sister Laura as well for the crack because the crack's nineteen super. The home sisters. So have Michelle would have Laura, yeah. Um, my assistant Alex has never met them before, and do you know what? It's going to be a wild party when she gets to meet them. So I'll put Alex on there as well. And Very then good. let's see. So we'll have the three ladies down one side, mm-hmm. and do you know who's one of my favorite golfers? I absolutely love the crack from Poulter, Ian Poulter. Oh, and I don't mighty. know why. Oh, he's mighty. He is mighty. Did you see him last week when he happened to find um, that gold outfit? Hey, on his Instagram. Oh, did you, did you know, see I did that see story? that. It, it was kind of like, like an ambery, coppery colour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wore it like 15 years ago. Yes, I did see that. That was hilarious. Happened and to find. You know, we'll I say he knew exactly where it was. We'd have him there, right? And we'd have... Well, you could sit next to him. We'd oh, make sure he wore that outfit. <laughs> and then, do you know who we'd have? We'd have Connor Sketches at the other side then. Ah, he's, so he's three so lads on one side, three girls on the other, and I'd sit at the top. And I'd say the crack would be nice. That, we'd all have pizza. That'd be, <laughs> and, and pizza. Spot on. Well, Zoe, yeah, thank you very much yeah. for your time. It's been insightful. We've no learned problem. a lot about US kids. I look forward to meeting you soon. Yeah. I'm actually going up north in like yeah. in like three weeks. So I'll be passing the door. Oh, I might knock great. in. There you go. Sounds good. Lovely to meet you. Would love to meet you. I will take care of it. Thanks, Zoe. Yeah. Justin. Bye-bye, bye-bye. That was US Kids Master Coach Zoe Allen. What a conversation. A truly bubbly person. Cannot wait to meet her in person. And yes, I did go up north, but such was the strenuous amount of driving I had to do. I didn't get a chance to knock in, so I'll make it a special visit just up to Zoe Allen's school and make it happen. Uh, Or indeed, we may get together offline and discuss maybe bringing that US kids tour down south um, and making it a really special day for juniors of the entire country to come and take part but that's something that hasn't even been discussed yet but something that I'm really passionate about as well about putting something together 
for juniors in this country. Zoe Allen Golf, go, be sure to go check her out. Instagram profiles, Twitter profiles, website, all that jazz will be in the show notes below if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or indeed all the details I always share of the weekly episodes on my Instagram profile and on the website, pelletalksgolf.com. If you're stuck, if you're already thinking about Christmas and you're stuck for a present or maybe you want one and you want to leave some hints to your other half, there is still some bucket hats left in stock too. Just two uh, hats and visors are there, and a couple of those really sought after yards looks really sought after because I got a load in stock and there's only a couple left. Um, so, if that's your vibe, pick one up. I will run a little promotion, maybe free shipping or a tenner off for a Ryder Cup week. So, if that's your thing, you let me know. All right, slide into the DMs, get engaged. We're closing in on 5,000. Uh, people who follow Little and Me on the Instagram profile. If that's your thing, get over there and make sure you're following. There will be a massive giveaway on 5K. Believe when I say massive, I mean it's going to be like four or 500 euro worth of golfing gear. Um, so yeah, that's it. I'll stop talking now. Next week's episode, if I have it right, uh, should be one of my favorites. Like... Augusta of Ireland favourite. So that is the the teaser once I get my editing in gear. That's it, folks. I won't talk anymore. Thanks for pressing play. Leave a podcast review. Do all those things. See you next week. Until we teed up again soon, I'm Paddy. Paddy.